First CD you remember getting as a kid or purchasing? It was so different before, right? Hard copy, hard copy too. Hard not, copy. not download. No, 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 definitely. Um, I mean, I we even had tapes, <laughs> you oh, know, as yeah. a kid. Like, <laughs> you know, I remember getting like uh, tapes for a while. Um, you know, we'd play back me and my sis, older sister, like no doubt, the Spice Girls. Oh, okay, you know, even even Backstreet Boys. You know. You're, you're telling your age, man. <laughs> well, <it's okay. laughs> uh, but yeah, but but you know, as it transitioned to CDs, I remember you know it would start out like you know Christmas time. You know, mom would go shopping and and buy like a few CDs like for the household. Okay, you know, and and like put them up on the tree Christmas morning. So like I don't know, Big Shiny Tunes Four. <laughs> that was the one that I, I jammed out to a lot. But I think the first CD I bought for myself. I want to say I was like 12, 12 years old. Uh, Will Smith, big, uh, big Willie big style. Willie <laughs> style the first one. Dude, yeah. I own that CD as well. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, I want to say Dr. Dre, uh, 2000. Okay, was maybe 2001. The second, 2001 Whoa. was the second one. <laughs> uh, I was a little bit younger, so my sister, I definitely like listened to some of my sister's CDs, like Mace and things like that. Yeah. But yeah, Big, big Willie style. That was my. Uh, my first CD. That's funny, dude. That I owned. <laughs> and uh, yeah, what about you? Uh, I was ten years old when I received like my first CD as a gift, and I had gotten it from my um, from my older cousin, who I really loved hanging out with, loved um, going to the movies with. We always like listened to like her music and stuff. Um, she got me Nellyville. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> It had Air Force Ones on it, mm-hmm. uh, hot in her. <laughs> oh, yeah. My sister had that one, too. Yeah, that was the first one I remember getting. Um, and obviously, I liked all the songs on there, but I didn't feel like it was, like, really me. But, like, as I got, like, a little bit older, I started to, like, be introduced to, like, jazz music. And I was really drawn to the saxophone. The first one that I remember purchasing online, and this was a, a big deal to, like, make an online purchase. I was, like, nervous. Yeah, like... Um, it was when Amazon first came out and it was just books and music. Yeah. I, I don't even think it was, it was just a, a site that I, that I got it from mm-hmm. that um, maybe it was this artist's site actually that I purchased it from. But um, Chris Potter is a, is a saxophonist that I look up to and that I had discovered at like a young age and I purchased his CD underground Okay. And um, it was just this really cool, like, fusion. Like, he was, like, you know, that that was one of the first times I heard, like, um, like electric instruments fused with the, you know, the acoustic sound of the saxophone. And he's just a mind-blowing, just, like, crazy, ridiculous player, like, to this day. And that's the first one I remember, like, making a purchase on. And, okay. Yeah. And that's uh, my collection ever since. I've, I've been uh, collecting CDs from from different people or just making purchases and stuff uh trading it was such a different experience yeah then. yeah i mean one of so, my one of my jobs you know growing up as a teenager too i worked at a like a video music store mm-hmm. you know um where you go buy dvds you know cds yeah. television box sets that yeah. kind of thing and uh i mean i didn't make any money there because I, I just spent all my money like special ordering <laughs> uh, i got into soundtracks and right. you know collecting those things 
but uh, you would go to the store to like listen to the CD and decide, you know, which one you want to buy. Yeah. Now you can just, uh, you know, click a button. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, for our parents, I feel like it was, you know, records, LPs, they're collecting those. And, you know, I'm trying to like keep that, that physical entity of like um, like ownership with the CDs. But mm-hmm. yeah, like you said, it's just a click of a button. It's just streaming. There's, um, there's no more... Uh, be kind rewind (laughs) yeah right and yeah our next artist is well versed in the streaming networks and finding his sound and distributing his music in like the modern era if you can try different options in your life and doors close when you do music or anything you know music wise and it's like man them doors start opening that's your key right there that's your sign right there. The music is for you. Don't put it out. All right, we're here in the studio with rapper and music producer, Stupid Swag, Oki Glaze. Welcome to the podcast, man. Welcome. What's going on, fellas? What's going on? Thanks for coming out, man. We appreciate it. We want to get right into it. Um, how'd you get started with music? What's your musical journey been like? Man, the musical journey... I started rapping back in 2008, 2009, when I was still in Memphis. So with that, I did my first song, uh, Outside Rimmed Up. And who recorded it, it was, uh, aren't y'all familiar, Yo Gotti, you know what I'm saying? Like one of his peoples, uh, Matt Butter, he was best friends with Yo Gotti artist Snooty Wild. So like back then I I knew them a little bit, but that's who I was recording with. And I mean, like with that song, you know what I'm saying? That song opened up opened up some doors for me because I was still in Memphis too when I was younger. But that's like, you know, back when I was like really, really running with the streets, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, back then. So I wasn't focused all the way. But I knew I had that potential because that song, I mean, like I say, opened up some doors. I, I started performing a couple of times, you know, here and there, here and there. Got some, my space is still popping. So like my space and uh, what's it called? Reverb. Mm-hmm. You know, I was kind of, you know, working with them, you know, seeing a little potential. But, like, that was, that was that, that was 2008, 2009. But as far as, like, on the professional tilt, that was when I dropped so much gas back in, like, 2014, 2015. I was in Nebraska at that time. But I dropped that, and, man, that's, like, I was, like, 24, 25. That was during the... Uh, the live mixtape era. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, my mixtape, Spinrilla, they just, uh, my Spinrilla just lost the copyright suit. Oh, they just wow. took, they, uh, well, they just had to take their website down. I had music on there. Mm-hmm. But so much gas had got me to the point where I signed, uh, I signed the indie, I signed the indie record deal. And like I said, I was in Nebraska, but I was going from Nebraska to Atlanta. I was performing down there, one of my, uh, one of my DJ connects. So that little episode, you know what I'm saying? The live mixtapes, uh, shout out to, shout out DJ Decepticon, British Squad Monopoly, uh, DJ SR, Mixtape Monopoly, my DJ P exclusives, I mean, live mixtapes. I mean, man, your boy was having some motion on the, I dropped my first mixtape, had plenty, my plenty of little features, you know, on the uh, on the major side of the, uh, on the live mixtape side. So with that, it kept, you know what I'm saying, it kept going. And then I ain't gonna lie, like I kinda I ain't gonna say took a hot took a hiatus, but man, I was I wasn't focused. Mm-hmm. So 
2015, like I was still doing my songs, recording, dropping them here and there, but I wasn't focused on like the whole pushing it, you know, like the marketing situation, but I still had music though. So my right, fast forward, my last song that I did, what is it, 2023? I think it was probably about 2000, I don't know, maybe 1920. Uh, I dropped Keep On Going, and I did a little campaign with uh, Starlight PR. And man, they got me on the uh, on the upcoming 100 charts, the indie, my indie charts, did a little, you know, did a little interview, they asked me some real good questions. I'm talking about like, man, that might keep on going. Man, got me back focused. So like with that. So fast forward that to now, man, keep on going. I dropped a couple of songs between then. But during this time or the past couple of years, that's when I started learning like the whole, man, how to operate with Spotify, mm-hmm. like how to really use my distro kid. You know, uh my distro kid got plenty of little 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 perks in there once yeah. you once you sign up for an account. So I'm like, I mean, they got Better perks than TuneCore and CD Baby and all that. So I'm like, okay, let me master this. So the last song I did after that was uh, Bumping. I dropped Bumping, did some campaigns where I like, actually spent some money on this journey. Uh, man, it did good. I mean, Bumping got, man, on the man, on the Spotify, man, Bumping got down to uh, 100,000 players on that joint. And uh, that's because I really, man, put that money into it. Man, took that. Man, took that drive and really went behind it. So bumping got my got me back in the door. But I did uh that's like when I did bumping, that's when I started seeing like they was doing the the live reviews, like on the different uh like clubhouses and like YouTube and all that. And I did bumping, I ain't gonna cap. Man, I let them fall here bumping, man. Don't fall shy do me bad, bro. Oh really? <laughs> oh man. But but the thing though, bumping hard. But just like, you know, with being an artist. Certain songs on are going to be for certain people. Right. Like everybody not gonna like this song, everybody not gonna like this song. Just like, okay, if I drop this type of track, I know, you know what I'm saying, the the the, the street folk, they might not like that junk too much. But everybody else, they're gonna be like, Oh yeah, this song hard. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's the whole thing about being versatile. So to me it still did good. I mean on the internet bumper still did good. So with that, it gave me the man. It gave me that push. Like, all right, they trying to do it off the bat. Okay, watch this. So, man, I got on B stars. I ain't really know too much about B stars. Like, I was just, you know, going to YouTube. But that's when I start understanding. Like, man, if I'm gonna do this, I gotta go ahead and be professional. Like, I gotta pay for these leases. I gotta start getting like, man, spending money on the graphics. Man, psh, with a paycheck. You know, if I'm not, you know, what I'm saying, doing my thing. If I'm holding down to nine to five, I mean, look. If I make twelve, thirteen hundred dollars a week, I got at least take my about four hundred to five hundred of that and go on here and do what it's doing. Don't Invest be mad in about it. Yeah. Yeah. Put together that whole package. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So after them reviews, man, I came I came across my dog, Trench Baby Slim, uh, Legion Beats on the B Stars, and I'm talking about as an artist, I don't know if everybody else can relate because I'm different, but like, man, I heard these folk beats. I'm talking about, now, man, I'm just like, man, entice me, bro. Like, yeah. man, I'm, man, had me in a whole nother. I'm like, man, I need. To. 
So I got them, man, I got them beats from them folk. And well, what was it about those beats that really got you? The way I hear when I'm listening to beats, it's, it's a whole lot different from the net person. Cause I'm talking about like, man, from the, from the hats to the bass, to the, uh, to the loops, to the instruments. I'm talking about the way I analyze music is, is like, man, damn better than, than artificial intelligence. Like I'm, I'm real picky with my beats on top of it. The first song with them I dropped is, uh, my stun on the bitch. And I'm talking about, bro, that, my excuse and language, I'm talking about, bro, that motherfucker hard. <laughs> like, Stunned on the big guy, man, down to 150,000 plays on Spotify. And I dropped Stunned on the bitch, and was it my little girl birthday? My, I dropped the songs on my little girl on one of my, my daughter's birthday, uh, July 19th. And fast forward now, me, dog, I done did my Stunned on the bitch, and did done about 50 campaigns. Oh. Like, now this on the global tip. I got uh my shout out, Miso Soup, minus a little platform that. Like, bro, when I tell you I do research, like, man, I find the hidden keys, you feel me? So, like, Muso Soup is a platform where it's like, okay, you submit your song. If they approve it, you know, uh, you paying a pound. So, it's on, like, man, 30, 40 bucks. But what it is, though, they put your song through a system where it's, like, magazine people, blog posts, uh, interviews, reviews, my Instagram content creators, TikTok, Facebook, like the whole list. And mm-hmm. I'm talking about, man, no fault, uh, man, no fault to stun on the bit, bro. And man, stun on the bit, guy. Man, no fault and did the little Instagram and the TikTok, man, up, man, stun on the bitch on the, on the, you know, like the background for the little music, for the little video. Man, no John, bro, got down to 20, 30,000 hits on TikTok. Yeah. Like, stun on the, like, shh, crazy. And it's crazy how quick them things can take off, yeah. Stun on a bit, set standards. And then with all that, that's the recent one I just dropped. And that junk, man, already taking flight too through the Muso suit. So, mm-hmm. man, with all that, bro, I did. And I just dropped this probably like, I don't know, about three weeks ago. So, I mean, 21 days, you look at it, man, bro, on, on the Muso suit, with all that, then did down about 30 campaigns already within mm-hmm. 21 days. Like I say, this on the minus folks in the U.S., it's folks in England, folks in uh, Spain, folks in New Zealand, Australia, Germany. Like I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. It's like a yeah. worldwide platform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm still, and the thing is, like, when you uh submit your song on there, like, they campaign since, what, 21 days. So that 21 days, depending on how you do, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can do all right, you can do cool. Like, certain standards did, i say, like, on a grading scale, probably about 80% because I was still pushing stone on the bitch. So I was letting that be, like, my main focus so I can learn how this platform works. But now it's like, okay, the 21 days, if you go hard on there, basically, might do a lot of stuff on there, they'll give you the option to uh, extend your campaign for, like, another two weeks. So with stone on the bitch, bro, I did, man, down uh, about a month and a half, Cause it's 21 days and then the two weeks. So my down a month and a half, down to two months of work. Mm. And my going crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like you got a lot of things rolling right now. Um, but it sounds like before you you ran into like some obstacles or like some halts, I guess. And you had those uh moments that like 
brought you back whether it was like a, a producer or a friend or something like uh, like a beat you heard and it drew you back to the yes, to sir, the passion yes, what advice do you have for somebody who who gets stuck like in in that moment like how do they get back to finding themselves as an artist once you hit one of them roadblocks you know what i'm saying no matter if it's you know financially if you in a relationship if you got a family you know what i'm saying you you a father you got kids or Whatever that situation is, like, man, for for an artist, and I'm gonna say it like this, for a real artist, dog, man, you gotta really learn, man, what it means to have to sacrifice. Like, bro, you wanna get to that next, man, to that next level, depending on what you're going through, that might be that key that unlocks that door, that, that, that door for you to get to that next point. So the more that you, you know what I'm saying? Put it off, like thinking about it, like, man, I'm dealing, like just say for instance, all right, I'm an artist, I got potential, but I'm at the roadblock because I'm in this relationship. Like I got love for this female, but it's keeping me not, you know what I'm saying? Doing what I need to yeah, do because yeah, exactly. I'm dealing with this crazy bro. <laughs> so- We've all been there, right? <laughs> yeah, so, so you get what I'm saying? So like, you gotta go ahead and take it. Like, man, I gotta get away from this and I gotta get back on what I need to do. And that's just, you know what I'm saying, playing the simple. Like, if you gonna try different options in your life and they all, the doors closed, but when you do music or anything, you know, music wise, and it's like, man, them doors start opening. That's your key right there. That's your sign right there. The music is for you. Don't put it out. Mm-hmm. Don't try to, you know what I'm saying? Put other things before that because that's not going to work. The main thing, like, man, when you when you get that gift as a as an artist and you see you got that potential, man, it's up to you to to, to take that potential and, and continue that motion. Once you see once you see the signs that's right there in your face, it's up to you. Mm-hmm. So it's just about jumping on that opportunity when it comes through. Yeah. All mm-hmm. right. And, and being willing to sacrifice, like you said, especially, um, you know, you got to work a full-time job. Maybe your dad or a parent, you know, you got a lot of other things going on, but you you still want to put that work and that passion into into yeah. music. It's all about like with with that. See, a lot of folk don't understand. Like, okay, man, it's 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 twenty four hours in a day. It's twenty four hours in a day, and it don't take that much money or a uh, a time. Like, okay, what I be doing, like, I be on internet. I be on my Chromebook, I be on the internet, you know, looking up music stuff, and that's how I come across man, these different platforms, these different submission sites. Like I actually take that time. Like, I mean, I get off work probably about twelve, you know what I'm saying, twelve one o'clock, and then boss man, I'll be up, you know what I'm saying, from right twelve to down to three, four in the morning, maybe five. But I'll be on between the phone, my and the computer, my doing submissions, doing emails. Like actually looking in on Google, my most folks when you type in some, if you're looking for uh, you know, like a uh, music submission or something, like most folks not gonna go past maybe the second page, right? On the search results, I'm the type of person, bro. I don't, man, I'm in like the seventh, eighth page. Yeah, yeah, just digging, digging, trying to find information, sh- sh- yeah. digging, digging, and psh, that what what's that little what's that little time? I mean, seven days in the week. Even like on an off day or something like that, you ain't got nothing going on. What's what's two to three hours you actually mm-hmm. doing work? Yeah, yeah. For yourself, cause see, I don't like the reason I'm so hard on it. 
Man, I don't have a I don't have a manager. I'm not with no label. Like all my kinfolk, they in uh they in Memphis. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But they got they all the situations going on too though. That's why I'm out here basically. Man, it's just me. So I'm like, man, look, everything that I do, man, every minute, every second, man, every dollar, man, they gotta count. I gotta make this. I gotta make this work. Mm-hmm. I gotta pull something off. Like regardless if it's small, if it's big, you know what I'm saying? Like doing the man, doing the work. Man, you may find a little my music campaign, thirty five dollars, forty five dollars, fifty dollars. Uh doing that, bro, I came across uh this magazine, my this magazine promotion company out here, uh shout out Buzz Music LA. And man, they got big motion and so far, mine did my done a four uh four reviews with these folks. Like yeah, cause yeah, I done yeah. took, cause I done took the time. Investing that time into it is investing into yourself and like your vision, like as an artist too, for sure. I want to go back to um, you know, like like that moment that you knew like music was for you. Like, who were some of your influences? Like, you know, as a, as a young kid, like who was like, oh, you heard them, you were like, gosh, that's what I gotta do. Like, that's it. Growing up in Memphis, I was in uh, I was in Memphis during like. My in the 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 three cent mafia era. Yep. So like when I was growing up, man, it was man the influence man the folks that had the the most impact on me. Man, three cent mafia and uh my cash money back when it was all the you know BG juvenile Lil Wayne Turk uh baby like the whole count. Mm-hmm. So how I got into music actually, I. When I was like, uh, my when I was a kid, it was like, okay, I was raised by my great grandparents, you know what I'm saying? So it was my great grandma, my great grandpa. So like when my great grandpa would take me to school and like just think about it, bro. Like a great grandpa, you would think, you know, uh your great grandparents and some would listen to like the old school music, you know, like Al Green. I mean, my my great grandpa had an eight track. Yeah. And I ain't never heard a record <laughs> play on it. Uh as a kid. Hmm. But when I'll be with my great grandpa though, this is the thing that, that that was crazy though. Like, man, my great grandpa dog would have it on a like in Memphis we had two 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 radio stations. You had Hot 107, Hot 107.1. That was like, you know, with the rap rap. And then you had like K97. K97 was like a like the easy rap, RB, you know what I'm saying, like a uh I'm gonna say alternative, but like a more calmer, you know what I'm saying? Like you. more, yeah, yeah. chill, yeah. Man, my great grandpa had that general hot 107.1. Yeah. I'm talking about dropping me off to the bus stop, you know what I'm saying? Man, early in the morning, six o'clock, man, this man got three cent mafia. I bet you won't hit a motherfucker, <laughs> hit a motherfucker. Like early hell, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like early, yeah. early hell in the morning, I'm talking about man, my great grandpa had that type music going on. So when I go get my haircut, man, when the radio would be on, that's special when like man, they had a lot of like they had a lot of the southern songs like on the radio station, like uh even with like T I like when T I came in, U G K, uh man, all all the Memphis Memphis, Atlanta rap, all that. Mm-hmm. Man, no limit. So like when those songs would come on, especially like juvenile dog, I'm talking about man, I man put my hat on backwards, you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Uh man had a cup cup pairs of Jabos. Had a couple, uh, you know what I'm saying, camouflage bandanas and all that. Like, 
my my juvenile juvenile project pack them in my role models and I'm like, I'm gonna be just like them food. Yeah. So like when I started thugging a little bit before uh when I was in middle school, went to my dog, I had my you could say real life, bro, I had probably about five cash money record chain. Even though they were silver, but I had mine like bro, back to back, like bro, I had five of them yeah. just going to school with the camouflage on, like mm-hmm. for real. <laughs> so once I seen like, I knew how to do lyrics. Cause you know, a lot of people can listen to songs, but it's like, okay, man, when you doing the lyrics to a song, like you hear a song playing and it's like, man, you got that same, like you got that same sound. Like, dang, you sound like, like, you know, it sound like I was a young juvenile, you know what I'm saying? Doing a song or a younger, like a young Tiaka. Like, damn, bro, you sound just like that man. So I was like, damn, okay, okay, so, when I did Outside Rim Duck, that's uh that was like one of the first songs I did, but see I had my cousins with me. Uh Free Crazy Chris, man, what's up, little aunt? We was in uh this one we was in East Memphis, man. This one we was on that man that man, that hot boy shit, like yeah. man. So we did my we that was helping me write shit up outside Rim Duck. Fast forward, man, I went to uh man, I went I went back to Nebraska because she I was Man, I was on some shit, bro. Like, 2000, 2005 to 2009, man, I was in the run. Like, uh, man, from Nebraska, man, I caught man, a couple charges, man, went to juvenile pen. So, like, fast forward, I finally got scraped. Me and my pops was cool, you know what I'm saying? So, they let me back with my pops. And, man, some of the homies, you know what I'm saying, I grew up uh, with over there. Like, my partner, he was a... Uh, my dude was a play for the drill team, so he was like on the snare. So, uh-huh. like, bro, we, my, we in cold in Nebraska, bro. My one time, man, it down on zero degrees outside. My bro outside with snare, my drumming, my we like, my twelve deep, like right down the block, my everybody freestyling, my battle rap. And that's really how I got into uh, like got into the rap, like school. Remember back when people making the beats on the uh, table with the pencils yeah, and the pens? Yeah, yeah, I was doing that grinding. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we, <laughs> like, in the cafeteria, you know what I'm saying? Like, battle, like, everybody was battle rapping in, man. And, and to me, it was like, man, okay, I always go, man, you do unpredictable. So, like, my father tried to battle rap me, man, I'd say some off the wall shit where it's like, damn. Like, <laughs> where it's like, man, the impact is like, man, hey, look, bro. Look, just just stop, just just stop, bro. Yeah, <laughs> you 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 can't fuck with dude. Just 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 stop. So that was with the my with the battle route. So I did this song. That's when I first seen about uh my about Fruity Loops. Like on the beat maker to the homie Nate. You know what I'm saying? Had the little my had the little beginning studio on the basement. So my brother made a little beat for me, bro. That's my I had this song called uh. Man, leave them wet like vagina juice, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but that was like, my bro, bro, I made the beat right there on the, you know what I'm saying, like on the fly. And then it was like, man, that's when I was still like in the beginning stage of like writing my own lyrics. Cause before that, like, once I got the battle rap tilt down, fast forward, like, man, my free, I started freestyling. So it's like back then, my freestyles was, man, them motherfuckers are cold. So like with me freestyling, it was harder than my writing. Mm-hmm. But what I wanted to do, 
like fast forward with that, like my I want my my writing skill. Like, I can freestyle, like my my eyes closed. Like that's 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 nothing. But I always wanted to have like okay, I got the southern, you know what I'm saying, like the southern slang or whatnot, like the southern talk, but I always wanted to have my 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 words, you know what I'm saying, like my wordplay. Mm-hmm. Like that was the my that was the most important thing. So like even with that song name, like man, leaving wet like vagina juice, you like, man, what the it's going, hey, you thinking like, damn, what, like, oh, bro, what the fuck is this? Leave them wet, like, what like, just all, it's, it's already, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, it, you got some questions, you know, yeah, like, man, what is this? fast forward with that, bro, like, that's where I'm at today. So, all of that, man, I done took that and, and, and molded that. So, I done took, man, the good, the bad, I've seen the 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 episodes and there, you know, why I messed up that the parts where I wasn't mine why I wasn't focused at parts where I took the pauses at mine and seen now instead of them my them 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 roadblocks that I didn't pass, man, I done overcame them deeply. Yeah. And it's like now, bro, it's like man, I'm like man, like feeling like evil Knievel when he in his prime, you know what I'm saying? Going down <laughs> front from the motorcycle. <laughs> And, and psh, you know what I'm saying, just hit that ramp. So like now, man, we got, like I said, man, we got a lot going on. I got some more, man, we got some more music. Most definitely got some more music coming. One thing that I don't know personally is, I don't know if I'm gonna ever do an album or not. Okay, well yeah, I wanna talk about that um, process. Like what are you leaning towards? Are you leaning towards like the single, like drops? I feel like that's where like the industry is headed anyway. Like, uh, it, man, exactly what you said, bro. My folks don't know. I actually went to to the Musicians Institute out here for a bit. And uh, my took some classes, you know, with the music business. And exactly what you just said, like, people really don't, my people really don't buy albums no more. Mm-hmm. Unless you are, uh, like, on some legendary superstar status, like, you know, Drake or, or 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 Wayne or you know what I'm saying, like somebody like that. Yeah, yeah. Like where you can actually go to Target or Walmart. They're, they're not buying a physical product, yeah. you know, they're yeah. listening on their phone, from yeah. their computer. Yeah, I think about it like an album, man, just say average album got like twelve, thirteen songs on there or something like that. Depending on who it is, even if like they got it if they made you, but they probably gonna listen to man, not that twelve, thirteen songs, you probably gonna listen to the first maybe like five or six, mm-hmm. and then that's it. And then you just gonna continue listening to them until you listen to something else. So it's like, all right, I've been doing these singles, and it's like, man, it's like with the singles, to me it just shows like that you consistent. Even if it's like you don't drop a video to every single one, but depending on what type of marketing and promotion that you do for it, like that's still gonna pay off for it. It still show that you, like like I say, you're being consistent. So I was like doing that instead of spending that amount of money on marketing and promoting the album. Them 12, 13 songs, boss, you can man, take one or two of them a month, or one or two of them every month and a half, drop two, spend some money, do some promo, do some marketing, man, drop another two, then drop another two, and it's like, damn. He coming with it. Like mm-hmm. every every other, like you got that type of impact. Yeah. Versus, mm-hmm. damn, he just dropped the album and man, you know, he only sold so many units or my dude and drop 
like four singles in the past, like in the past five months. And all four of them songs got like, I don't know, 40, 50,000 players on Spotify, YouTube doing good. Like I'd rather have that than, man, I done spent a lot of bread on the album and this done did all right. Mm-hmm. And it ain't, you know what I'm saying, like the impact. Right, that's one thing I learned in the, uh, man, in the Musicians Institute. Like it's getting, man, a lot of folks don't know, like man, it's getting crazy. Like I was just saying recently, uh, and so that's the thing, like, bro, I'll be on, like, I do a lot of research, like, music business worldwide. Like, some of these, uh, like, some of the access that I got from the Musicians Institute, from the teachers, like, these blog sites, these, uh, like, like, the folks behind Spotify, the folks behind some of these labels, uh, some of these music executives that actually be talking about what be going on. So, she, like, with that, with me, when I was in Memphis, it was like, okay, when I started getting, you know what I'm saying, like, getting to that point. So it was like my folk, like I knew uh, Matt Butter, the dude that started recording me and my cousin, and they kind of knew Dolph, you know what I'm saying? Recipe them folk kind of Dolph a little bit. But it was like, once I seen what was really going on, it was like, man, I don't, at that time, it was like, man, I don't want to be like signed up or, or under nobody. I want to learn, man, I want to learn the, 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 the game behind this. Yeah, yeah. So like, that one thing like me and my folk, we always had this little issue like, man, the folk be like, man, you need to come back home, you know, blah blah blah. But I'm like, man, that ain't what I'm trying to do. Like, what I'm trying to do, I'm trying to get to that, man, that professional tip. So like, if I was to sign, like, if I was to sign with somebody, okay, royalties, you know, what I'm saying all that management, blah 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 blah. But what I didn't learn, you could say like, be indie. Man, how to operate with Spotify, how to monetize, uh, man, uh, the MLC, the 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 mechanical license, mechanical license collector, little spot that you get, you know what I'm saying? You get royalties from. So, man, it's been, you know what I'm saying? Like, a, like there's more than just ASCAP, BMI, or uh, CSAC, or, you know what I'm saying? Even just like with Spotify, but see, I be watching a lot of these uh, podcasts, a lot of these interviews, and man, if you actually take the time, the effort, and a, and a little money, it might need folks to actually show you the keys on how, man, you can make five, ten thousand dollars on Spotify. Yeah. It's gonna take some time, you know what I'm saying? Cause you gotta do the steps right, but it's actually showing, you know, from the Spotify ads to the, man, Spotify marketing, or even like that, that that's the main thing, like, Man, these folk paying for these ads, but these ads though, man, I got a, a a marketer that that does my Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Dude actually broke the game down to me on on how that goes. So, bro, you could take my 40, 50 bucks and do probably like my three, four days worth of ads mm-hmm. on Instagram, and my net ad going depending on how much, like they little forty dollars. So each day, you know what I'm saying? You divide that up. Man, that ad may reach, you know, five thousand people. Yeah, six thousand people, and that's gonna bring motion to your page. So your strategy is to build off of like the momentum of the small pieces that you're releasing, because I mean I feel like, um, in general too, when you have like these these big projects where you drop like a big album, like even if you're a big artist, like you said, um, 
people are only taking their their favorite songs from that album and they're yeah, putting it in the playlist. It's kind of like throwing all your eggs in one basket. Yeah. Right, right. And trying right. to sell the basket. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's more cost effective for you to, you know, yeah. release those slowly over time and, you know, market them individually and then, you know, then people are waiting for the next song, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this might be my thinking too like as a as a DJ, but I am looking for like a, like a versatile like sound or like experience like when it comes to creating something for an event, um, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about how many different like voices and how many different textures can I get that sort of match, like sort of connect. Yeah. And like, I, like, I feel like with everybody it being so simple, like I, I wouldn't say simple, but accessible. it's just it's accessible. More, it's more attainable to like release music for people, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's just that like people are um, producing so quickly. It's being seen and, with the social media like acting so fast like people are finding it real quick and so that's why like yeah it's smart to like take those steps and like see what works before you just like burn yourself out on like a full 22 track album yeah i I promise and see the thing like man when we was coming up i mean people still had you know like the uh mine fruity loose logic but see all we had then still was you know, MySpace, my reverb, or uh man at one point in time, I mean every my for the folks our age, I promise you, my every artist cannot count. My you done use coast to coast mixtapes at least one time <laughs> in your life. At least one time in your life if you're real man, you 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 really been on it. You done use coast to coast mixtapes, but like now, like when you fast forward, my how the way technology is set up and everything like that from my from the social media to these apps to these you know what I'm saying to these video apps like it's more even just with that alone like there's more opportunity like bro I got I got chart metric on my phone uh chart metric I got this app called unheard uh like my goddamn their whole marketing promo my radio radio like all in the, I got a little, little spot on my phone. Uh, it's a whole production company in the yeah, palm of your yeah, hand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, like mm-hmm. real, real talk. And it's crazy, like when you look at it, like a couple of years ago, or you know what I'm saying, like five, six years ago, it's like, damn, we ain't have all that. Mm-hmm. Well, we wanna hear, um, you know, where people can find your music right now. And uh, like, I understand you brought like a little clip you wanted to share with us, some audio. My, uh, yo, yo, my stupid, all you gotta do is just, uh, my Google stupid swag OG in this, uh, S T O O P I D. And my between what YouTube, Spotify, all the, uh, all the little network, all the little platforms that come, you know, the music platforms, iTunes, Tidal, uh, Boombox, all of that. So you can, you know what I'm saying? It's easy to find me. I mean, so you can just type in Oak Glaze on the, uh, my, on the internet and anything gonna pop up. Six years later, age 12, come play a bitch. 15, next I catch a charge, this is shit. Wish I was there to take the charge for crazy Chris. Free my dog, man. My big cousin, I do miss. The Matrix tried to capture me, but look, I'll get a bitch. Demolition, man. You play, I dig a bitch. Man, just talking about digging, yeah, you know? yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Come here, man. Oh, that's up there, man. That's up there. Man, shout out, man. Shout out, uh, man. Shout out, Trim Baby Slim, man. Lizard Beats, man. It, man. As you just heard, bro. It, man. I heard it beat, bro. It just took um, off as soon as you heard it. Bro, How's that feeling, like, bro? Like you knew. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I wanted to ask you, Oki, you've, uh, you've been through this process with your music. You know, it seems like every song you release keeps getting, you know, better and better and more and more streams. Um, you're doing the research, you're putting in the work, finding all these submission sites and ways that you can get your, your stuff out there. How do you, how do you, and you've learned obviously also the business side of it. How do you protect yourself and your, and your music? I know recently I saw on your, your page that, um, I think it was on the Colbert, maybe on the Colbert report or something. Somebody used your song without permission. Oh, what do you do in those situations? How do you protect yourself from, you know, your copyrights and all that kind of stuff with your work? Man, the good thing with that, with Distro Kid, my BMI, Sound Exchange, like all the main platforms like that I use, you know what I'm saying, like to register uh, my music with, I make sure that, like with me, like I use the app on my phone called uh, Microsoft Windows. So when I write my songs, you know what I'm saying, it give you the date, it give you all that. So I already got like my net. And I know, I still know like the old school copyright too, where you like you write your lyrics down on a piece of paper and you mail it to yourself. So, I mean, I still keep that, but my, the main thing, bro, like the copyrights, man, if something happened, I just check with, uh, my, I check with Distro Kid. Cause for some reason, like not too long ago, bro, I had two songs that I dropped. My not two songs, for some reason, all right, I was looking at them, like I seen them when they dropped on Apple Music. My, they popped up and on the like on the information at the bottom, bro. The motherfucker said "Ovo," and it wasn't my song. <laughs> so hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. bro, what the? And I'm just thinking to myself, like, man, what the? Like for real? Like, what the fuck is going on? So I just checked in. You know what I'm saying? Like, I tapped in with uh, man, tapped in with Distro Kid, tapped in with BMI, and got that situated. So as long as you Man, uh, what what's it called? As long as you got some type of performing rights organization, BMI, uh, CSAC, uh, the MLC, man, uh, ASCAP. As long as you got one of them folk, you know what I'm saying? Like you got your music through, you'll be straight to an extent. But when when I do these songs and I record, I promise you, my word is bond. Yo, song, if we if we got the same beat, if we mess around and had the same beat, you know what I'm saying, same producer, something like that, man, I promise you with my, with my life, your song not going to be nothing like mine. Right, yeah. And I just leave it as that. Like, man, I don't, I'm not going to hate. I'm not going to, man, like, man, fuck them. They just stole my beat or they used the same beat. Like, mine that type of person. Yeah. It's just, it is what it is. But when you, when somebody listen to your shit and they listen to my shit, I bet you they gonna play my shit again before they play <laughs> <laughs> But you got that understanding of how everything works. Yeah. So you know going in. Yeah. Well, where can everybody uh follow your story, man? What about your um your socials and everything? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram. I mean just type in Oki Glaze or uh the little my at that old man fifty five hundred on Instagram. My Twitter is uh stupid swag S T O O P I D S W A G G O capital O, uh, lowercase g, stupid swag, stupid swag, OG. Um, I mean, all the music platforms, man, like I, like I said before, man, all you gotta do is just type, man, just go, just go to Google. Yeah, yeah. Just, just go to Google. Like, uh, like with me working with these, my different people, 
like the uh what you call it? like the S E S E O situation. Yeah, that's like now, like you just type in stupid swag OG on Google, it's gonna they, give they got least, you up there on the search. It's gonna give you at least like at least like three four three four good good pages. I'm talking about like from from start to bottom, it's gonna be stupid swag, stupid swag, my interview, review, article. Man, it's gonna give you at least about four or five good pages. And, and coming from where I was at, I mean, man, that's man, that's a major compliment, bro. A lot of folk, man, this thing, man, this thing got to a point like, dog, I got a, uh, I got a, a interview with with Ear Milk, you know, oh, what I'm saying yeah. through uh through Muso Soup, like, okay, like them, 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 them type of things. You type in stupid swag, OG, you gonna see like, man, all these different platforms, man, from the music to my new folk. And on that though, what's crazy, bro? For real, for real, they they be shocking me like every day when I be seeing these articles and I be seeing the my the reaction, the statements. Every song that I done pushed so far with like on the Muso uh soup thing, bro. Them folk giving the title anthem. Okay. Them folk giving the title anthem. I'm like, damn. So it got it like damn. I got an impact like that. Them folk say like, when you think like, okay, bro. Them folk. You do the national anthem, you know what I'm saying? Like you know what that like, damn, that's the mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, I'm for putting an anthem behind my music. Like, damn, that's <laughs> shit, that's major. Yeah, man. Okay. <clears throat> Thanks so much for being on the podcast with us, man. Yeah, great having you. Man, that's been man, oh, it's been fun, man. It's bro, I, my y'all got me feeling good right <laughs> now. I mean, I just want the message. My message to get out, man. Tuned in to my tune in to a goddamn stupid swag exclusive. Man, shout out Andy Los Angeles, man. Thanks for having me here. It's been a man, it's been a blessing. It's been a man, a beautiful opportunity, man. Everybody stay I hope everybody stay blessed, man. Stay focused, man. And don't if you are artist and and you seeing the opportunity that you got, man, accept it, embrace it, man, don't run from it. Mm-hmm. Do what you need to do to get to where you need to be. Mm-hmm.